0: Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. The low-fat cookie catastrophe. I'm Jason Horton. I'm Rebecca
1: Lieb. And this is Ghost Town.
0: delicious fat-free snack well devil's food cookies why yes i do you want to tell us why we can't find them in the stores anymore well, what is this you got some explaining to do cookie man yeah They're a little more popular than we expected Ooh, yeah. these
1: guys quick! But we're making more as fast as we can oh you're breaking my heart hey i just make the cookies you want the
2: big boys upstairs the makers of fat-free snackwell's devil's food cookies apologize for the short supply I was out the other day, very safely, at my local grocery store, perusing the cookie aisle, you know, because I needed to get... Essentials. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Only essentials. I'm a simple woman who buys 40 different cookies. Just, you
1: need sustenance. You I just do, survive.
2: okay? Come on, I need my nutrients, which is mostly hazelnut based, okay? And I looked up, and I was in a, a Vons, and I saw a Snackwell's cookie box, like on the top shelf, you know, like not prime real estate. And it just... It was like a trauma. It was like a trauma of my childhood because my mom had every Snackwells, every type. We always had them in our house. I didn't realize that they were still being sold, but they are. And so I had to go deep and see what happened to the Snackwells cookie because I do that for you.
1: I think they must have – their marketing must have been successfully targeted to mothers because my mother – had them as well. Yeah, I mean they were that green were,
2: package. That
1: green with the dark cookie on yeah, it. The white writing.
2: Exactly. And Ugh. green is
1: not like necessarily like, ooh, I gotta pick up this green box of
2: cookies. No, when you think about cookies, especially like I did a little bit of research, um Uh, the last show that I worked on about sales and colors, green, especially that like really like bright green is not really a high selling color. It's usually like natural understated tones or things that seem more like chocolatey or things that seem more like indulgent, even a white background and like a color that pops. So yeah, the green Snackwell's box itself is all is already counterintuitive. They did something right. They did something right, and then they did something very wrong. Snackwells has been around since 1992, and the big thing about them was that they were fat-free, which meant, at that point, healthier. The U.S. was going through a big no-fat health craze, which which came from a call for reduction in fat, but not carbs, from the USDA. There are lots and lots and lots and lots of carbs in a Snackwells cookie, 18 grams, 7% of your daily value, and I believe the serving size is 2 cookies, so if you're eating a bunch of cookies, you're getting up there with carbs, and the, the
1: carbs. sugar so is is out of control,
2: out of control. But yeah, I think carbs was really the thing that they got kind of nailed for eventually having that many carbs. Because so I think with cookies too, you assume that there's a lot of sugar. Most cookies don't have this many carbs.
1: Well, you're low fat, and you're like, well, I don't want fat on my body, and yeah. the fat in the cookie is the same chemical makeup as the fat in my body, yeah. right? And sure. People, you know, especially in the '80s, oh low my God. fat. You know, low fat, high carbs mm-hmm. was and then everyone was like, why are we all fat? Yeah. Then, you know, there with Jenny Craig and, and exactly. Weight Watchers. And how come with so many gyms, mm-hmm. so many, so many diet plans mm-hmm. out there, so many supplements, why is there so much of that so available mm-hmm. yet there's still a, like this system, working. Uh, this cycle that we can't get out mm-hmm. of with you know, obesity or uh, diabetes, you know, I get my levels checked.
2: Yeah, you I'm get of your that levels age check. My A one sure. C's checked. Not me. I'm a I'm a barely legal. You know, eating Cheetos, drinking Diet Dr Pepper. We got a we got a mountain of cookies next to us. Same thing with um, uh, the shakes. Like a lot of the Slim Fast shakes. I remember mm-hmm. drinking those when I was like fifteen, and being like, "Oh, okay, like I can do this." And my mom doing it, and again, none of that stuff. They were so. Did it tastes like the metal can. Yeah, oh yeah, but like the chocolate was really gross. Chocolate also, like a chalky chocolate. That's why I was never like a huge Snackwells fan. That like mealy, kind of like tinny, chemical-y chocolate was never my thing. Give me chemical vanilla or butterscotch or peanut butter, I am absolutely on board. But chocolate, not a big thing. According to PBS Frontline, Snackwells' carbohydrate count might have helped contribute to the obesity epidemic of that time. It obviously is still like a gigantic thing now, but it is cited as something that really like pushed this idea of health and what is healthy and what is good to eat good quote unquote and bad to eat so hard and I remember I remember it as a a kid I remember like this is good and this is bad and again I think it just messed with all of our minds collectively and was a gigantic fail and still that's why it's up on the top shelf right now covered in dust
1: also you know right now or for a while at least people most people realize that low low fat and, and high sugar is an issue mm-hmm. there's also the, the, fl- the flip of like the we, we talked about the atkins diet yeah so we're actually just talking about the flip side of the atkins diet yeah way. pretty much and you know now things like uh paleo and keto and mm-hmm. you know uh, less carbs and less sugar and wherever you fall in that spectrum is exactly is where you do but th- this would be kind of these these, these polar opposites uh, you know, lead to a lot of kind of uh, dissension in the ranks.
2: Every 10 years, there's a new study that comes out that says, like, eggs have, you know, two... You know, it's like, this is good, this is bad, whatever, et cetera. But this, I mean, there's really not a lot of arguing that this cookie was really bad for you. Uh, Snackwell's cookies were developed by Nabisco's longtime head food scientist, Sam Porcello. He is thought to be one of the world's leading experts on cocoa, but most famously is known for creating the Oreo cream filling in the Oreo cookie and like engineering that like perfect. We have some Oreos right here, some double stuff. I ate six baby. of
1: them, but I still don't really, I don't really <laughs> understand what they are. I think I need another six.
2: Yeah, you got to keep testing it. I get it. He, you're gonna do the work for this guy. He has five patents directly related to the Oreo. He's a New Jersey native. Hello. Hello. <laughs> he was a teacher for a while, then worked for the Charms Company, creator of the Tootsie Pop. And was almost hired by big cosmetics companies, but didn't get any jobs with them because they found out that he was a communist and also that he was colorblind. So interesting. I know, uh, kind of an interesting. I did. I did a bit of a deep dive on him because I was like, who the fuck is this guy that created the Devil's Fruit Snackwell's cookie? Turns out he's also created another one of my beloved favorites, the Oreo. So Porcello got hired do- doing research for Nabisco, moved into Snackwell's territory, and bailed in 1993 after 34 years in the industry a year after Snackwell's were introduced to the public. Snackwell's initially were cream, shortbread, and devil's food cookies, all fat-free. The most popular, Snackwell's devil's food, boasted no high-fructose corn syrup, no partially hydrogenated oils, and no artificial flavors, colors, and preservatives. They had this kind of chewy, chocolate, outer, like, crust. Crust is can not can
1: right You almost, like, word. break it, right? shell.
2: it was like a shell, but that's not the right word. Yeah. It's like um, It was like a skin. Skin is a great one for me. <laughs> <Yeah.
1: laughs> you to work for their marketing. Thank
2: you. They had a marshmallow film underneath and inside that delicious, chemically soft devil's food cookie cake. So they were introduced in 1992. All of the cookies sold out in three months. And people would – people went nuts. They would follow trucks of Snackwell's delivery. They would hoard cookies. There's – I – I
1: can't imagine anyone hoarding anything these days.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's totally irrelevant. Totally all about yeah. realm of expertise. They were all about those double food cookies. In 1995, Snackwell sales peaked at about $490 million of sales of tiny diet cookies. And I also remember, and I couldn't quite, like, I don't know exactly how much they were sold, but they were expensive cookies. They were like $6 for a, a box. And I didn't see what it was when I just saw That's a small price to
1: pay when you can eat as many as you want and not gain any weight.
2: Exactly. They were like a miracle cookie, right? Exactly. Everything that they said was true and delivers. And actually, this isn't a fail at all. The end, just kidding. In 2013, Snackwell's then part of Mondelez International was acquired by the Back to Nature Foods Company in a joint venture formed by Mondelez and a private equity firm. Back to Nature had to build a new delivery system which would make the cookies more available. So that was like the big impetus for the change was like at even in 2013 cookies were still, these were popular cookies and they still needed to be distributed. And they always had problems getting them, getting the supply to the demand. The fat free craze though was really waning by then. So the cookies were really falling out of favor anyway, but even that, again, that little supply was still in demand because people, there was such a loyal following and actually with uh, what we'll talk about a little bit later, People if you liked Snack Snack well's cookies, especially the Devil's Food, you like loved them. Like it was like the thing. And again, you still had that fat-free kind of mentality. The fat-free craze was really waning by then, and the flavor of the cookies, namely the devil's food, became more of like a gritty unpalatable, kind of a, a joke at that point. Because again, it was like fat-free wasn't a thing anymore. They had been bought to something else. In August 2017, b Foods bought Snackwell's Cookies and Back to Nature Granola for $162.5 million. As of last year, Snackwell's Devil's Food Cookies are no longer fat-free, containing an improved formula, which includes three grams of fat per serving and a different configuration of cookie, marshmallow, and chocolate. And people hated it. So not so it was already hard to get them. Then they sold from company to company, rebranded it, redistributed it, and then they changed the recipe. On the only fan base at this point that they had, it was 2017. And people were livid. And just like that, Snackwell's fate was sealed. So I'm going to read you some of the new and improved cookie reviews. Snackwell's pissed off customer. One star. I used to eat these growing up, but they were my grandma's favorite and everything about the cookie was amazing. But what I loved especially was the calories. It used to be 50 per serving, but now it's 120 per serving. (sighs) Not only is it more fattening now, but it's absolutely disgusting. There is nothing improved about this you absolutely destroyed your company with this I won't be buying anymore and I'm sad to say I've wasted my money on what used to be my favorite more healthy treat you should be ashamed users recommendation do not buy this ever all caps snack walls the new devil's food cookies are gross one star bring back the old recipe these are trash thanks oh so thanks <laughs> nabisco give me back the devil's food cookie I've always treasured the square one one star they still all get one stars. I've always treasured the devil's food cookie. The square one is by far the best. My mom used to buy them, and I'm sure she enjoyed them one at a time. They have always been on the expensive side, so do not eat them all at one time. Like having a prize in the cabinet, a treasure to find one more left. And there's like four... Is this ex- fan fiction? <laughs> there's four exclamation points after every sentence. I was so disappointed this time to find something different in the box. The whole round cookie is not good. Too much thick cookie, too much thick marshmallow, and the chocolate coating is not the same either. Just don't mix the same in your mouth. Please go back to recipe of square cookie, or at least provide a choice, better square cookie or not-so-good round cookie. Also, do not like your title, Pissed Consumer, which is the name of the website. Dissatisfied customer would be better.
1: She's got uh, criticisms for... Everything. Exactly. He's on a roll. <laughs> exactly. She's like guns are bleeding. While we're
2: at it. So all of this happened. Snackwell sales plummeted. But it did create something called uh, what economists call the Snackwell effect. And it is the name for the tendency to consume greater quantities of an item or service deemed morally superior, such as a, a healthier cookie or more energy efficient lighting or of Dye Supreme, Dew. Yeah, exactly. I would never do that. You would never do that. Yeah. Shut up. I want to thank Time Magazine, New York Daily News, the New York Times, and of course Snackwells for triggering me in that grocery store.
1: Yeah, I, I think it doesn't matter what people like if whether it's worse for you or really doesn't do what it says, people like that familiarity and mm-hmm. the fact that when this is my grandmother ate those snack wells, mm-hmm. makes me feel very old because it's not that old of a cookie. No,
2: well, also they talk about like we've been eating these for forty years, and I was like, no, you haven't. Uh-huh. A lot of the reviews were like, we've been eating this for generations, and I'm yeah. like, when? Well, what?
1: I mean, I guess if there's a short time in between their children having children, I Maybe. suppose. Have-
2: Maybe, but I feel like when when I was reading about the snack well effect, I was like, isn't that just like everything that I encounter? I would say right John,
1: J- you know, and I I like to stick it to Jamba Juice when I can.
2: Oh, and they have when healthy you can food when I can. And
1: right now I can. Yeah. They have a lot of obviously, you know, they have oranges and mm-hmm. they'll have, you know, carrots or whatever, but you're drinking a bucket of sugar. Yeah. And that's really what you're drinking and you're like, this is healthy. This will make my body mm-hmm. optimal. And yeah. It won't. It's yeah. it's not everything there is like that, but that general idea of getting this huge jug of sugar. Mm-hmm. And it's usually it's not all like, well, it's all freshly and vegetables. I say yeah, squozen.
2: squozen. Yeah,
1: It's usually, uh, they'll add in some concentrates and fillers and ice. Yeah. Coming after you, Jamba Juice. Exactly. Well, you want
2: I have a very quick Jamba Juice story. In college, there was one right on State Street, right in Madison. And at one time, I got so drunk at the apartment above it, off of Everclear, which is illegal to be sold, that I vomited over the balcony onto the Jamba Juice. So, so
1: you, you. I'm you a freedom
2: know. fighter.